everyone. Hello there, my name is Mrs. Woog and with me I've got Mrs. Berry. And together we are the podcast called The Hot, Hot Flush. Flush. And why do we call ourselves The Hot Flush, Kim? Because we are the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. So we're talking all you ladies, I'd say from 38 upwards now. I would, but do you know what? Like if you're a 20 year old and you just want a heads up as to what's going to happen in the next two decades. Or maybe you're a I'm hus- on board. Or maybe you're a husband thinking, what the hell's happening <laughs> yes. in my household? Yes. Why is my wife's vagina suddenly so papery? Papery, and why does she look like she wants to kill me all the time? It's not her, it's the hormones talking. That's right. And just to be frank, neither of us are professionals in this no. arena. Um, uh, Mrs. Berry's a journalist, I'm a professional blogger, but we're living through it. And we, we think are. we've got something to say about it. I think so. And, and I think this is a space where we can say things about our own experience and that of our friends and, and listeners and create that sense of a community that we're not alone. You're you not can have alone. A, you can have a hot, hot flush, flush with a whole group. I was just talking to Kim saying today I was having a hot flush in the car until I realised that my seat warmer was on. <laughs> Mrs. Wook has a fancy car. <laughs> I have a car that you would use if you needed to dispose of a dead body. Both useful things. So, yes. to kick us off, I just want to thank you so much for the love we got. This is only our I second know. podcast of the Hot Flush, and yes. we were overwhelmed by the feedback. It was. It's just. I don't, there, there has been a lot of me going hooray and yay and doing a lot of Sally Field. And they like got, us. They, they really like us. They really like us. <laughs> and um, we're just. Two forty mid forties from the burbs. Yep. We ain't nothing's flashy. We're not. We were pretty gorgeous though, seriously. Well, you know. Well, you know. As I was saying, I now I've discovered my love of the insta insta instant story. I know. And don't you get on that quite a fair bit. So we really appreciate the support. So many subscribers. So many downloads. And we actually got into the charts. We got into the charts. Got to the iTunes charts, people. iTunes charts. After, like, I don't even. I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Thank you. We really appreciate everyone who's joined us yes. in our one episode journey. <laughs> and we have committed to come at you every second Monday. Morning. That's it. That's it. It is our absolute. We have pinky promised ourselves. That pinky it's promised. We've spat and shaped. Yep. We've like. But I really, you know, I can't emphasize enough how much, you know, for. For Kate and I, this is really about creating a sense of a community and, and that people don't feel like they're on their own. No. And that people, we can talk about serious things and still have a laugh. Yeah. But that people really, that sense of isolation that so many women yes. can feel. Yes, yes, yes. Is, it's not real. And, and um, as we've touched And if we it. can do something to yep. just... To just make you feel less isolated or less alone and give you a good chuckle at the same time, then... Wigs and I have a big kick in our step. And we must say, we don't make any money from this little... Oh, no. <laughs> we will. Yeah. We will. Advertisers are, uh, uh, you know, just... Beating down our door. Beating down our door. No, but it is it is just Just about... probably not for the Moddy Potty or whatever that hideous <laughs> contraption was called. So I want to say thank you. Yes. That was the main thing. So we've got post-it notes on Big Bertha here. I'm going to cut to you. This is something called, How Could You Be Bothered? Yes. Now, Kim and I have a very different um, take on this article that I came across. Bring it on. I'm just going to read you a little bit of an article that came out today. And my first thought when I shared it was, like, how could you be bothered? 
<clears throat> Australians are among hundreds of swingers who have flocked to a sleepy English town to take part in a kinky forest sex festival that has neighbours up in arms. About 500 swingers from as far as Australia and Romania... Sorry. Oh, shit. Hang on. Romania descended on Broke's Wood. Get it? Wood. <laughs> Near Kent on Saturday for the second night... <clears throat> Uh, a flame fest. Flame fest? Flame, that's what you're going to end up if you go and do that. You're going to have a flame fest in your crotchal area. The alfresco, brrr, cold event features a dungeon, a dominatrix controlled, in brackets, adult play area, and erotic workshops, including one that's called Getting Sexy with Snakes. Like, that would have me running. Get, getting would, Sexy with, with what? Snakes. Oh, yeah, that's... That would have me running, like, for the hills. Can with I just... my With my undies around my ankles. <laughs> Can I just say, like, once animals are involved, I'm out. I don't it's think a deal I breaker. Hold on. I just... I it's just, a yeah. total deal breaker. The festival's website touts the three-day event... As a descent into the purest, most hedonistic elements of the party scene, from kinksters to ravers, where the intrepid explore pain, experience pleasure, and fulfil your fantasies. You could not pay me <laughs> to get sexy with a snake or to, like, pain and kinksters and ravers. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I've been... Too long on the North Shore, Kim. I'm just saying, I'm not down with that. I'm there. You would so not be there. I so would be there. I so would. Really? So this is part of the whole new me thing. Okay, I'll like, just you know, give her a 10 second background. So very quick background, you know, married for an awfully long time, very minimal experience of, you know, any form of sex life. And then uh, last year hit the online dating scene, caught up. With pretty much the rest of the population. After the family realignment. After the family realignment. Um, and now I must say I am much more informed and much more across what they call the sex pos community, which is also sort of LGBTI community, but also the kink scene. And I, I don't even know what that is. <clears throat> well, well, kink can be anything from, you know, wanting to be spanked to being tied up. Or to pretending, or, or, or to role playing, okay. or um, and so and one of the things I've learned about that is how incredibly. Um, Are you going to say powerful? No, I'm going to say that when that environment is run well, you will not find a safer environment, and you will not find people more respect respectful of each other than in that scene. So to me, before any of this, I would have thought the kink scene was all like, you know, and I'm going to beat you till you bleed and, you know, and it's all very, but there is so much about consent and communication and, and I guess the thing that I now realize is, um, that scene actually has none of the hangups of conventional sort of hetero sex scene in terms of the whole a beautiful buxom woman and this and yeah, yeah, they, I, I can they see, give a, I can give a brass can I just razzoo. interrupt you for a second yes, I'm sorry, just going to tear oh, up she caught me monologuing can I um just tear up this proposal I was about to send to the Australian Christian lobby about this podcast um, look, <laughs> oh I, come on Lyle get on board you know he's in there don't you oh, and this is the thing you know he is defamation um, oh, no yes. when you put it like that I kind of get it but 
I'm the sort of woman who struggles to like go, it's, it's actually too cold to take my bra off and have a shower. I'll just yeah. have a shower in the morning. <laughs> am well, I do I total am I totally Well, I did just to... because I've been away for the weekend and um, I did have a shower before I came here and that was my first shower since Thursday morning. And I've worn the same clothes and the same everything, socks, undies, undies. the whole kit. Thank you. For that, that entire was, time. And we're in a small room. And may I just say thank you for that? I, I did really it. I did it for you. Appreciate- I, I did it for you. I couldn't be bothered. So, what do you guys reckon? Would you be bothered? Like, would you be? Would you sort of get your kit off and do something completely? I think a lot of people different. would like to, but they wouldn't admit that they would. Okay. Because I'm now like so initially. Um, when any of this stuff was sort of pre- like, and okay, let's just say here, let's quell any you know views of me being some rampant like frolicking around the sex pod scene. Um, nothing like that's actually happened, but I'm certainly now in a place where if an event or something came up, and say Rob really wanted to go to it, I'd do it, mm-hmm. and I'd know that I was actually. I'd go if there was schnitzel. Well, yeah, well, actually, I would actually be like, is there a buffet? (laughs) And if it started at four o'clock and I could be (laughs) home by seven. I must say, this is one of the things in the sex pause crowd. They seem to start everything at, like, like midnight. Yeah, no, I'm out straight away. Oh, guys, you know. I'm out. When people say, yeah, come to dinner, come at 8.30, I'm like, what "What the fuck? Is that breakfast? Yeah. You mean in the morning? Are we doing brunch? I okay, don't understand. we're going to move on to hashtag on the list. Ugh, on the list. Have you got some? What's on your list this week? God, you've thrown me now. Oh, okay. Well, do yeah. you want to know what's on my list? Yes, please. I know I often have things on my list about other drivers, mm-hmm. which then the subtext is, is that I'm actually a bad driver because the only people who bitch about other drivers, yeah. you know. But what is it with people who almost have to come to a complete stop before they turn a corner? Like... Just slow down and turn the corner. Like, why are you almost stopping and then turning? I think you'll find that pedestrian um, accidents have lowered since people have become more cautious about turning around the corner. Oh. You've got blood on your hands. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, on my list, I've been quite zen lately, quite which zen. is quite unusual for mm. me. Apart from the usual ones that I hate, and I keep oh, yes. going over yeah, them. Yeah, they're and, just on. Yeah. yeah um, Some things are less on the list and more just like daily. I've got it on the list for a good reason. Oh, go on. Okay, this is such a funny story, and I might have told you this before. But my local IGA is run by this, it's a family business, run by this lovely family. And I love an IGA. It's the most funniest thing because one day I was in there, and the man who works behind the counter, he's as sweet as sweet as be. He said to me, I think you're a fashion designer. No. <laughs> and oh, I worked God bless out, him. I worked out that he used to do the shifts where I used to have to go and have meetings and get like my makeup and do my hair and wear yeah. something that wasn't tracksuit pants or active wear. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I think you're a fashion designer. And I just went, no, I'm really not. Why did you not like just absolutely feel I know, that? I should have, because I, I think I was in shock and it showed in my face. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah my on the list yeah it's not i'm not yeah We're not raging. we must we must be in our good it part of our cycle <laughs> <laughs> it must be mid-cycle how boring it is for I you know. thank you so much oh. things that i have watched can i tell you i just spent a weekend away with some girlfriends in a place that had no wi-fi and i watched 
the river run by. What, like a show or the actual, like an no, actual no, no, river? No, no, we were on a river and it Oh, ran so you by. watched an actual river yeah, running by. Yeah, and it was the most soothing thing being wow. off the grid. Yeah. Reading my book. Yeah. Drinking my Aperol spritz. <laughs> And well, you and I have just had the same experience because yeah. I've been up on the farm with the with the family, and um, the annual whole family trip away. So all like cousins and and siblings and so that sounds like hell. Uh, no, it's really lovely. And mind you, this is the this is you know my husband's family. Your husband, <laughs> my husband, my husband was my husband, but now he's my husband. It, is that your thing? Uh, no, I, that's totally stolen off someone else. Wasband, and, and now I, I can't remember it. who it is, but now he's my husband. Whoever made that up, I know it's great, isn't about it? To her. So it's my husband's family, and we've been going up. We've all been going to this family friend's property for more than twenty years. But this whole family weekend—excuse <clears throat> my voice—the whole family weekend started about seven years ago, and so. And it's just amazing that you sort of we so sit there and we look at the cousins now go off, whereas the, we the, used to have to. The husband brings the current wife, girlfriend, current girlfriend. They came up today, so we went up Thursday night. Do you kiss hello with her or with either of them? With her, I do. I don't touch him. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but she's lovely. Oh, that's so cool. She's so. Do you nice. know what? And that's what you want when your husband runs off. Yeah, um, is to check up with someone who's actually. Yeah, someone who you're happy that you oh, yeah. kids spend. Like time I would with. go, I would go out drinking with her, like easily. She's good fun. She's lovely. She's a big foodie as well. Like, oh, he's got great, great <clears throat> taste in chips. Well, you've you got know, dodgy taste in men, but you until until well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think that's various, a, you know. That's about as an ideal situation as you can get yeah, when yeah. it comes to yeah. your ex. And yeah. hats off to you. But same thing off the grid. Yeah, and, off um, the grid and. You know, and I read a book. Like, I didn't read the whole book because I, I'm an incredibly I, slow reader. But, yeah. I can knock a book over in a day. Oh, like Jesus. That. But um, one of the things I've written about recently was, you know, there's a lot of angst in the world and, you know, we're going to war yeah. and the same-sex. Like, it yeah. just makes me want to punch yes. people. Yes. Not people, walls. Yes. Um, so I wrote about five... Like things to bust about yep. mood, and the most important thing, get off your goddamn telephone. Mm. Yeah, it really is. It consumes yep. so much, mm. and there has been studied shows that when you get a notification, the endorphins rush, um, yeah. and you have to answer that. There, there's a reason Facebook is so successful, and yeah. it's not. It's, it's like the pokies. It's intentional. Yeah. Like it's they've worked like it the out. It's, Let's um, give them a hit. Let's give them another hit. Let's give them another hit. Yeah. Um. What's the word I'm trying to say? What's that? Um, oh, that's the happy, um, dopamine. Yeah, dopamine. Is it dopamine? Yeah. Something. If it's not that, it's something like that. Um, so I I always think it's quite funny that the happy, like the happy endorphins are called dopamine. Like, oh, they're doping. Because if we got really (laughs) doping with happiness. No, but seriously, and working as I do in social media and, and having done it for nearly a decade now, my most important tool is to get off it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I just, um, like, even I just recently, like, you know, this year, took things like Instagram and Facebook. Initially, I took them off my phone. And now, um, and then I put Instagram back because I actually really love, um, I love it as a interface, you know, like, whereas I found Facebook would suck time. Mm. Um, Facebook's now back on because of the hot flush, but they're both on the second page of my phone. So I don't, 
And I don't have any notifications turned on. Turn them all off. Turn them all off. Turn it all off. Yeah. Pick up a book. And do you know one of the other things? Listen to the hot flush. Listen to the hot flush. And do you know one of the other things that I've been doing, which is a really big thing for me, is in the mornings, I'm up, I'm always up super early. I'm up by five. And then, and at six, the ABC News Breakfast goes on. on. And I've actually stopped doing it. And it's really interesting that if the boys, when the boys get up, Sometimes I just don't even turn it on. Yeah. I hate this. But the problem is, is they're sort of my buddies in the morning. Like, yeah. I like Virginia and yeah, I sort I of just, you know, and I just go. But the reason why I had to start doing it was just because there was... The bad news stories. It was just so... The the, mar- the same-sex marriage debate was just... is just... It breaks my heart. Mm. And the stuff going on in the US actually makes me genuinely worry yeah, about yeah. that country. Totally. Um, and then... The situation that we've got here with it just I I, I actually worry yeah and yeah. it's not healthy I've no. got to just re refocus and go okay what am I doing what? but that was like the, the government and they are totally playing into this mm. sorry we're getting a bit deep we're going to break for a cup of tea in a minute and come back and yeah. bring some light cup of tea but quotes. you know when you see Malcolm Turnbull um, handing out um, what to do if um, there's a gas explosion or what to do if you're getting run down by a car. It's they're feeding on the fear. Yeah. Fear keep people quiet. Yeah. And that's what what leads to no change. I will say this is I, I think this is the thing that I keep coming back to at this at, at this sort of point in time. I promise you we're gonna be fun when we come back. We're, oh we're totally fun. And I think that you know, we're still talking about stuff that is occupying all our brains. Yeah. But there's no there's no visionary leadership. No one is standing up and no. being a leader saying that they're feeding into those fears. Mm. And it's like, no, I want someone to stand up in there and go, you know, not that you're okay, but that we've got this and we can all mm. get through this and whatever this is. Mm. Anyway. Look at us getting all deep and meaningful oh, no. on a Sunday evening. Honestly, I've got to go and bleach your asshole now and then we'll be back with a cup of tea. <laughs> See you after the break. They are. And welcome back to the Hot Flush. What's the Hot Flush for those who can't remember? The Hot Flush is the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. And the perimenopausal could start from the age of 35, I've heard. Oh, I know. Can you believe that? Women's bodies, hey? I know. They really do tend to just do whatever they want, don't they? Okay, can we press stop? Yes. Because I have... Okay. We're back. We're back. And what are we back to? We've got... There's quite a board up we have up no, here. No, what oh. I've learnt in radio in my very small... You have to reintroduce the segment. Again? And the show. <clears throat> really? So, <clears throat> you've joined us at The Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. And, Kim, what is perimenopausal? Um, it's apparently when your body decides to go, fuck you. Isn't it shit? I tell you what, it's a it's a... Red hot mess. Um, and In the thing more that, ways than one. And do you know what I found? Tell me. Uh, it can ebb and flow. So you can one day of... you're on top of the world. You've got this girlfriend. Yeah. You can walk down the street. You can like do CPR on someone dying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the next day mm. you can wake up and just go no, no. I'm just going to be in that corner. Uh, There'll I'm be not... tears. Not interested. Maybe some really good ugly crying. 
Yeah, and some Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. Maybe a Robert Redford movie. The next day you Something wake... like Barefoot in the Park or something. The next day you wake up and you're going to make organic quinoa cupcakes <laughs> and you're going to go and rally the troops to get a stop sign put in at that very dangerous intersection. It's, it's got, someone's going to be killed. I know. It's just every day's every day's a mystery. Isn't it fun? Oh, Really? Yeah, I know. Isn't it good that we're talking about it? But this is the thing, you know? Like, I remember vaguely hearing things, like, from our mum's generation, oh. sort of occasionally mentioning something. They just cut you off was, to a loony bin. It was very hush-hush and very not really talked about. Never, but I think that now that us, um, in the age of oversharing, mm. us original bloggers who've been at this business for more than 10 years, we're more than happy oh, to talk God. about it. And we're more than thrilled that so many of you have come on board and have joined and subscribed to the Hot Flush and that we actually were chartered last week. Chartered. Chartered. With a bullet. It's like the, it's like the top 40. American. American top 40. I'm Casey Kaysen. I'm not. I'm Mrs. Wig and you're joined with me by Mrs. Berry and we're going to the second half of the hot flush. Yes. Um, and Kim's got something up here. Things I... Want. Want. I want a naked guinea pig and I'm going to call it Doris. Do you know what I want? I want another dog. God, no. Really? Yeah. I would have another cat, but the whole cat thing for me is just like I would never stop. Like I would become the cat no, lady. Yeah, you do. No. And our lovely okay. our lovely good friend Jessica Rowe from Studio 10. She's a cat lady. She's a crazy cat lady. Mm. She's got three of the most gorgeous cats. Her cats are gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. And she's gorgeous. But she's gorgeous. So it sort of goes love, with the whole package. We love Jess. My cats um, are sort of a bit more Feral and one of them's as dumb as a box of rocks. I think I want a greyhound. Oh, I can see that. I would get a greyhound. But what size poos do they do? I don't know. Because I'm sort of thinking they're big and thin, and so maybe their poos are sort of thin and not sort of totally offensive. Anyway, because that's the thing that stops me getting a dog is that I would have to pick up its poo. That is, that's pretty much the is a poo. It is a poo. Isabel poos like rabbit pellets and you don't even know where they are but apparently greyhounds are fabulous family yeah dogs. yeah everyone i know has a greyhound yeah and there's that whole thing of like you're sort of saving the world as well because the whole greyhound rescue thing is yeah. you just feel good about yourself let alone getting some lovely hound that and apparently greyhounds don't even need that much exercise they just no, sleep all day they sleep all day they are total lounge lizards and i like how you totally blocked me on wanting a naked guinea pig i want a naked guinea pig. i don't even know what that is Okay, I'm going to show her a picture. And if you go on Instagram and if you search Ludwig, the naked guinea pig. Okay, I'm going to get Kim to actually put a picture now up on her own Instagram okay. page, which yep. is all-consuming, of a naked guinea pig. You can tell me that I haven't even seen it yet and I already don't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all good. Oh, my back. <laughs> Scrotum. Can you please put that on your Instagram page? Is it just not the best? No, that's not nice. And look, he's, he's, oh, and he's holding up a little sign that says, be nice to animals. Look, like what is not to love about Ludwig? Hey, podcasts are not a Ludwig, thing. Ludwig. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to choose one. And put well, it up on your Instagram. There he is with an apple. Put it up on the hot flush page. Right, yeah, I'm doing that right now. So yeah, I want one. Um, we used to have guinea pigs, and I actually loved them. And for some reason, I didn't care about cleaning their cage. It didn't bother me. 
They were just the funniest little they things. They are funny little things. And then, they got, and then they got left out in the head. sun and they caught. Um, it was quite distressing. We had Chewy Chewy, uh, Furry Furry Moi Moi and XO for a long time, father and son duo. Oh, yes. And I do remember, uh, old age, I do remember writing an epic blog post about how I saved a life when it was flooding out the back and I saw them swimming <laughs> around in the cage. That's right. And I had to come in and do CPR and hit them with a the hairdryer. Anyway, <laughs> that's guinea pigs and I do okay, not. So Ludwig, Ludwig is up on the hot flush um, Okay, the hot might flush need page. to put a little explanation Yes. Um, things that I'm listening to, I'm listening to grunting teenagers and um, bitching tweens. You? Uh, well... I got my um, I got my DJ on this week, mm-hmm. and following our discussion that we had on the Hot Flush Facebook page, can you explain why we don't have the music ready for? Oh yes. Episode? So when you're listening to this episode, you will probably be going, huh? On the Facebook page, they talked about there being intro music and outro music, and, and we've got three it? winners, and I'm sending the t-shirts out tomorrow. Okay. Um, I just need to work out actually how to do that. And we also need to check that we're not breaking some sort of copyright law in of music. We're going to so be. you know, blah blah, boring. Um, but everyone gave such a great list oh, of songs. So good. We've got hot stuff feeling this yeah. evening, and um, um, hot in the city, hot in the city tonight. So if you well, miss, I even sound like Billy Idol. If you missed it on Facebook, we put a call out for people to suggest some songs that could be the intro and the extra. Yes. Ectro? For the podcast, and they were so funny. They were great. And so, what did I do? Someone, one of our wonderful listeners, said you should make a you should make a Spotify playlist. And I went, I totally should. And I don't know what that means. So, what is it? So, if you um, go to Spotify, so Spotify is like iTunes Music. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, for, look search for the hot, hot flush. And you will find a playlist, and it's all the songs that everyone recommended. And then I've added a few as well because I'm bossy and domineering and I was doing it so I could do what I want. Um, But it's all, like, great. Like, there's this whole mix, and it's but it's pretty much – if you listen to a lot of the songs and think that they're singing about being perimenopausal, it's hilarious. Get on to That's the Hot Flush Spotify playlist. Okay, we're moving on to the current obsession. Mine at the moment – Went on a road trip yesterday, so of course, had to pull into the servo, had to get the twisties, had to get the Diet Coke, and then I was confronted with, sorry, it was Friday, um, something called the M&M Crispy Mint. Oh, no, I've seen these. I've seen it. Are they, is it any good? Well, ask my stomach and my ass how good it was. <laughs> and I was on a girls' weekend, so I had some, and I said, "Guys, try this." And then I tried some, and then everyone started trying it, and then I had to put it back in my handbag because I didn't want to share. You didn't want to share? No, I ate the whole thing apart from like four pieces. Oh my god, it's really good. It's so there's deep. different ones, isn't there? There's yeah. like normal there's ones and with nuts and, and shit, but I don't like nuts and chocolate and fruit and chocolate. I think it's really, good. you don't do a fruit and nut. I love fruit and nut. Oh. And Mr. Wook always buys the fruit and nut because that's the only one that people in this family won't eat. What's your current obsession? So I um, have been making these biscuits at home called these oat, basically called oat biscuits. Um, but uh, they come from a friend of mine in the States and basically think uh, an oat biscuit that you can then add any dried fruits and nuts to. And so I'm out already. So it's got heaps of cinnamon. And when you... 
Anyway, they're magic. And last week I did actually be like, the boys love them. And I realized last week that I'd made four batches in three days. They're amazing. And they're actually up on my blog Well, at the moment at allconsuming.com.au. Why don't you link that blog post to the Hot Flush Facebook page? I should. Apparently that's how social media works. <laughs> I'm going to touch on one <clears throat> thing that I also... Um, I also occurred on Friday, and I've Googled it. It's a real thing. It's called Costco Rage. Costco Rage? I've never been there. Costco is like a wholesale, I will sell you 45 kilos of olives for five cents. Actually, it's not true. It's actually expensive, but you buy in bulk. Um, Wait, so it's not cheap? Because I thought that was No, no, it is cheap, but you have to buy a lot of it. It's price per unit. Oh, see, I can't do it because I've got no storage space. No, so you need storage. Perfect for doomsday preppers, right? (laughs) And the problem is I went on Friday, which was called a free day, which means that, like, you don't have to sign up for the – you didn't have to spend $70 a year on a membership. That's 70 bucks to walk through the door. 70 bucks. Um, So this was a free day. So every man and his dog, greyhound dog, was at Costco. Jesus. And we were there because we were getting supplies for our girls' weekends away. They have very, very well-priced French champagne. Oh, do they? Yes. Having said that, it would have been better to go to the local Dan Murphy's and get through the rage that I had to encounter because everyone pushes these massive trolleys around. Yeah. And no one ever lets you in. Do you know how when you're driving in a car? Yeah. And no one lets you merge? Oh, yeah, rage. It's like that yeah. with a thousand people in a supermarket. Wow. Yeah, I don't think you Not enough drugs. I, well, I would, no. No. I think you would have thoughts on that. Wow. Wow. Mm. So when you're telling me that they have very reasonably priced French champagne, what, like what? Like how much? Oh, gosh, you're putting me on the spot because I wasn't in charge of that. Oh. But you could get a six-pack of um, Villa Maria yeah. for 70 bucks. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking 11 bucks a bottle. Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. I think Cole sells it for 18 Right. See, the notion, the, the idea of it, I'm very much behind it, but I don't have the space. Like, what would I do if I bought a case of toilet paper? Like, where am I going to keep it? Yeah, but... What I find interesting in going to Costco is looking at other people's trolleys. Oh, of course. But I, I find that at a normal supermarket. Yes, anyway. yes. Costco rage. Do you, you ever, do you ever go through the checkout and actually say to the girl at the cashier, please don't judge me? No, but what I have done is thought about writing a proposal in which I go to supermarkets at 2 o'clock in the morning and interview people saying, why are you here and what are you buying? Oh, yeah. That's I think fair. it would be really interesting. Yeah. And I, I've noted that... Do you know what? There would be a whole... There would be a whole section of that... Like, that... Those people hmm. who would be parents of children turning one making the cake and that they've burnt the cake and that they're there getting more ingredients. Because parents who've only got one child that's turning one... That's really important. Yeah. I... I you realise that I don't even think I knew Grover's right birth date until he actually started school. I still don't know what year my kids were born. Well, I thought Grover was born on the 3rd of July, and apparently it's the 2nd. And you know, Jack's his... either born on the 23rd, the 25th, or the 27th of March. Right. Yeah, well, I have to, I have to go and check Grover's birth certificate. Mm. And the school records have him as the 3rd of July, and it's the 2nd. The school records have my son, Harry, down as, as Horatio. Horatio. 
And that's not correct. Oh. It's funny though. Anyway, we're totally. Okay, mm. we're going to quickly move on to something that we're going to talk about in next week's uh, Fortnite's episode. Yes. I recently met up with a friend called Michelle who I'd met through um, someone else, Michelle Newton. Now, she's what's called a futurist. I, I wanted to be, there was a long period of time when I wanted to be a futurist. She's a futurist. And she was in New York for a long time and she um, studied under popcorn, popcorn, someone popcorn. Let me just Google that. Popcorn, do you want me to? Yeah. Um, the world's leading futurist. And while she, um, uh, while she quickly pop. Futurist, yeah. Faith Popcorn. Popcorn is the world's leading leading futurist, and what she does is she spends her time tracking trends, and then she goes and like talks to big. She's got great hair, and she has a strong lip. Does a strong lip. Not that we judge anyone off appearance, but you know. Yeah, she's a very clever cookie. Anyway, Michelle Newton went and worked for her, and she's come back to Australia, and she'd probably be Australia's best futurist. I caught up with her last week. Yes, and I said we're doing this podcast. What is the biggest issue facing women over 55 in Australia today? And guess what she said? What? Homelessness. What? Homelessness. For, that's the biggest threat for women well, over 55. Like, not right now, but in the future. Yeah, yeah. Homelessness amongst women over 55 Jesus. is going to become a really big social problem in Australia. And I can kind of see why. Because that era, like a lot of women in that era were stay-at-home mums. Yeah. They didn't have super. Yeah, They yeah. were either widowed or divorced. They got bub kiss in the settlement. The cost of yeah. everything has gone up. Yeah. So we're going to try and get Michelle on next week to talk about this. Okay. And what do you think? Yeah. I think so. I think, um, well, this is this is what we're all about, you mm. know. Like, what are, what are the issues? And... You know, sometimes this stuff isn't fun. No. But uh, that doesn't, you know, I just think... We... But you said something to me before when I was making the tea that you're, what, two paychecks away or something? Yeah, so um, this is, you know, sort of third hand, but there's a lot about... Um, and, and I think it's a pretty huge issue in America at the moment about homelessness. And, um, and that the statistic is something like you, there's basically two paychecks between... You know, being being in the suburbs and and not having and being living in your car. Hmm. And it is a depressing fact, but again, we occasionally want to talk about those things that yeah, are going to happen. And I think you know, if any of our if any of our listeners do have their own experiences or know you know some you know have people that they know who have, or if you're facing this yourself, yeah, if you're right facing it, and let us know because yeah. yep, we're a platform to tell your stories. Yes, so we might get Michelle on. In the future to talk about futurism. I think it's so. Very I think that's a little, Yes. Okay, we're going to finish up with our book club. Uh, what book are you reading? I'm going to jump in first right, here. Okay. I've just finished, almost finished reading The Last King of the Cross, which of course is um, John Ibrahim's memoir. I'm putting that in parentheses in the air because there is <laughs> no way that dude wrote that book. Oh, it's really? actually quite well written. And yeah. That dude I've seen cannot string a sentence. Please don't come and get me. Please don't come and get me. 
And so he paints himself as this amazing guy and, you know, he's loyal and he's just so good. And the interesting thing about that was um, yesterday's paper I discovered that the police had found a secret tunnel from his house that popped up into a nearby park. And I'm thinking the days of Teflon John are over. So over. So he's got his sons in jail, his brothers are in jail, and he has been... Pure as the driven sludge, and I think it is a, it's not a read that you need to run out, but if you see it in the second-hand bookshop, right. pick it up. It's an easy read, and so, he's a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> please don't kill me, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. So in, that, in a similar vein to that um, is the book that was written by the investigative journalist Kate McClymouth um, into Eddie O'Bede. Oh, yes. And I haven't, I really want to read that book, but I'm also very nervous about reading it because a friend of mine read it and she said she had to keep putting it down to walk outside because she was so angry. It was just, just, it was rage inducing, but she said you sort of, she felt like she had to read it to sort of, you know, um, I'm actually still reading and have been reading for the better part of a year. But this weekend away without any Wi-Fi and just making my children go play in, you know, dry creek beds. Heaven. Um, I'm reading Amanda Palmer's book, The Art of Asking. And it's really, it's really fascinating. And she actually was, you know, an artist and a performer just as internet and social media took off. And so, um, you know, her whole world and her whole fan base they're almost like family to her because she forged all that through mainly through Twitter and um, and I've read like profiles and stuff on her since where the journalists say you know she has this remarkably um, loyal fan base um, who you know that is different from a normal fan and she's really sort of talking about that and, and about how that came about was because she always asked, mm. has someone got a bed? I need a piano. Yep. Who has a guitar? Who Love has it. a, who's, who, who's, can I couch? Can I sleep on? You know, and, um, and the other, so it's really, it's really great read just from that respect. Um, and even if you're not into her sort of music or anything like that, just in terms of that process, mm. but then it also talks about her, um, her relationship with Neil Gaiman, who's the author really uber famous sort of sci-fi writer but he writes across everything he's just this powerhouse sort of guy and i almost i'm almost at a point where i'm skipping the bits about the band and that stuff just to get to the bits where she talks about her relationship with him because it's so heartfelt and so adorable like that and and it wasn't um it wasn't perfect it wasn't some you know um it wasn't some fairy tale you know it was this and I just think that's just remarkable. Um, but I need to backtrack. Okay. Because there are things on my list that we have not. And um, we're about to sign off, so get to it, girlfriend. And this is worth waiting for. Okay. So what the other part of my um, current obsession. Oh, and you know what we need to both talk about is things we're looking forward to because we haven't done that. Yes, so. yes, I've got that. So we can, we can finish on that because it'll be far nicer than what I'm about to say. Oh, God. Current obsession. Nasal cleansing. Can I tell you that 
this <laughs> this subject came up this weekend on my girls' weekend away. Yeah. Whereas that yeah. I have a friend who's really worried about always getting sick, and every time she goes into a hospital, doctor's appointment, or anywhere like a bus, yeah, she puts Savon up her nose. Oh, Savon! Oh no, this is like so you know the little. Oh, S- you're talking about like the. So the, you know the air, the, 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 the little um, air spray, not air spray, nasal sprays, like yeah. a Otravin or a, yeah. you know, any of those brands, um, or Fess or, no, this. So this is, my GP made Felix do this because he just was sick all the time, wasn't getting better. This is, it's a bottle and you put this powdered stuff in it um, and you fill it with warm water and then you lean over the sink and you squirt um, it up your nose um, and you it know, comes out the other side. You know, it's so good. It's like know, when like, I first did it, I thought my going. eyeballs were going to fall out of my head. You know where this is going. You know what I'm like on snot and stuff. <laughs> I'm actually feeling queasy. Can we just... That's awesome. Next Guys, you've got to do it. It's so good. Next. Uh, things you're looking forward to. Oh, my son's dancing in Wakakiri tonight. Wakakiri? What? Like a Kiri is like a national dance festival, and he's the head cockatoo for his school. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, okay. That just sounds like sort of hmm. maternal. It's at Parramatta, and it finishes maternal. at like. That's like not looking a, forward a, to it. What else 30. are you looking forward to? No, I'm a root always, canal. I'm always so proud of my son when he dances. Yeah. I just seem to see it a lot. <laughs> and I am, and he's so special. Of I'm, course it is, but, like, no, I want something else. Okay, my uh, niece, nephew, Darcy, turns 18 on Saturday, and I'm looking forward to that. When you see you as moon, but I saw him get born. Yeah, yeah. And now he's 18, and it's weird. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So, my dad is having his 75th next Sunday. And, you know, well done, you know, you got there. But I'm having quite significant opinions about it because he just wanted all of his family and close friends, you know, to be able to come over and to everyone to be able to sit down and talk to each other, right? Yeah. And I went, that's a lovely idea. I was talking to my stepmom. So what do you have to take? And I said, and I said, uh, I said, so you're going to get it catered? And she was like, yeah, I can't do it. And because I've been to a couple of things. So what do you have to take? Yeah, a salad and a dessert. (laughs) Now, I have no qualms about that. I would take more. I would yes. fill the boot. That's not my point. My point is my 70-plus-year-old stepmother should not be having to cook for 40-plus people so Dad can have an afternoon of all his, like, having... It's like I've got such opinions about it, and I'm saying to my stepmom, going, this is totally unacceptable. Like, this is totally unacceptable. And she's going, no, no, it'll be fine. I'm going, no, it won't. Like, so... One, yes, I'm looking forward to it, like going down there and, um, you know, that, that'll be great. But I'm having such opinions. I'm just like, no, you, you can get it catered. You get someone who comes in, does all the food, cleans it all up and goes home. If you are not in your 70s and doing that. But that's also not your job. No, it's not my job. Not so that's job. why I'm now bitching about it in a very private environment. Um, so, and the other, so the other thing that I'm really looking forward to is... Um, is Rob was away for, yes. and then he came back last week but then we both so we've hardly seen each other so this week we'll see each other that's good properly properly and he's going to come to picture with me because he loves me. he does love you and we love you dear listener thank yes. you so much for joining us again we will see you in two weeks time for the hot flush the premiere podcast not sponsored by the Australian Christian lobby 
Never. Please make sure that you're enrolled to vote. You've got two more yes. days left to do it. And um, we'll see you in a fortnight. See you, guys. Bye.